Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to a special Friday night edition of Sports Urban Legends. Hello, my co-host Macaulay Matthew. I'm of course William Amo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up, man? How's it going? I'm good. I'm good, man. Glad to have you on the show as always. Thanks for having me. You know it. And uh, I want to thank you also for. Um, you know, ladies and gentlemen, for checking out this episode. And uh, on this show, you know, we're going to talk football. We're going to talk about the Le'Veon Bell signing, you know, with the Jets. I'm going to also talk about, um, you know, the Giants trading away OBJ in a shocking trade, you know, letting Landon Collins um, sign with the rival Redskins. And, um, you know, talk a little baseball. And, um, you know, wrap it up with a little um, fast lane review and, you know, the weekend WWE. But most importantly, you know, the number is 917-388-4189. That's 917-388-4189. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. And we'd love to hear from you. Um, but with that said, let's uh, let, yeah, let's just let's just kick it, kick off this show with um, a little football, and um, you know, it, it's like um, you know the, the the state of New York sports football wise, it's like you know a tale of two cities. You know, it was the best of times, it was the worst of times, and you know, usually the Giants are doing well. And the Jets are are doing poorly, but now it's it's like bizarre world, you know. The Giants they let go of you know their star players. Uh, most recently, Odell Beckham Jr. They traded him away to um, Cleveland, you know, in a shocking move. And um, of course, you know, prior to that, they let go of um, Landon Collins which, you know, resulted with him um, signing with the rival Washington Redskins. And then, of course, the other big news of the week was the Jets making the biggest splash in in the um, NFL offseason um, thus far was signing the big fish, you know, out of uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, Le'Veon Bell. You know, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm – I'm surprised because the only way I thought the Jets would would um, would get him is if they would give him a hundred million dollars, like he was, um, you know, talking about these past two years. And um, as we all know, you know, um, Le'Veon Bell had issues with with the Steelers, and as a result, you know, he just he sat out the whole season. So, you know, um, as a result. You know, he should have, you know, all that years of rushing, you know, he, his body should be um, 
should be fully healthy sitting out that full year. And, um, you know, kudos to um, uh, Jamal Adams, you know, for um, courting him, you know, this whole time, which even um, Le'Veon Bell uh, mentioned in his his press conference call um, with the media. So, you know, congrats to um, Jamal Adams, you know, um, really lobbying for him to – you know, come to, you know, to the Jets. But, um, yeah, before we go more into that, you know, I want to hear from you, Mac, um, as a diehard Giant fan. What, what is, first, what are your thoughts about, you know, the Giants' recent moves? Uh, well, you know, um, the Odell-Beckham trade, I'm very disappointed the Giants would trade away a big star like that. You know, he's one of the top wide receivers in the NFL one of the most popular players in the NFL and in New York, and you just trade him away. I mean, you don't find a star like that. You know, an athlete like that, you know, it's hard to find. I mean, I know we have Saquon Barkley, you know, who looks like he's going to be a superstar uh, going forward. Um, But, you know, you should have kept – Odell, because Odell and Saquon together, I mean that that could have been an unstoppable duo right there, you know. Mm-hmm. And they could have built a, built around the, these guys, but now management has decided they pretty much want to tear down this whole thing, start over, and you know I don't know where they go from here. I guess they're gonna just use those draft picks to, you know, maybe get a backup quarterback to replace Eli whenever they decide they want to uh, part ways with Eli and then make improvements to the uh, defense and offense. But um, I'm very disappointed. You know, it's it's tough. You know, Odell, even though he's been a diva and he's been a headache at times, you know, he's a talented guy. You're not going to find talented guys like that. So we'll see, you know, how the Giants do going forward. I mean, they're definitely not going to be Super Bowl contenders. You know, they're going to be in the bottom – and you know, in the in the bottom tier of those bad teams now, so it's just got to deal with it and hope for the best. Hope this team can rebuild and uh, they can get younger and compete for a championship pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you know, it's sad. You know, uh, you know the state of the Giants. You know, especially you know, you know they, you know they're. It clearly looked like they're in a rebuilding mode, you know, because they they basically got rid of all of their top talent, you know, other than Eli, you know, who, you know, obviously, you know, unfortunately he's at the tail end of his career, you know. So, you know, hopefully they they will, um, you know, they'll hold on to him, even though they don't have, they other than Saquon Barkley, they don't have any, you know, they don't have any other, you know, star star talent, you know, in their prime right now. Well, they got the Jabril Jabril Peppers in that trade. He's good. He's right. good. You know, he's a, he could be a good player. And they just signed Golden Tate today. Golden Tate. Right. I mean, he's a he's a talented wide receiver also, but he's not Odell Beckham. No, no one can replace Odell. So, you know, they they uh, they have a long ways to go now. Well, yeah, absolutely. 
but yeah, I was, you know, referring to homegrown, but yeah, they, you know, they do, they did sign, they did get some, you know, talented guys in there. But um, yeah, what would, what would you do if you were uh, Dave Gettleman? What, what would you, what would you have done in this off season? Well, I mean, he said, yeah, it's funny. Gettleman said that, you know, when he was asked about the uh, Odell trade rumors, mm-hmm. originally he said, we didn't, Resign Odell mm-hmm. to trade him, and then he goes right. out. He goes ahead and trade him. I would have exactly. kept Odell. You know, I would have kept Odell, and then try to probably get a backup quarterback this off season, and build around this current team. I mean, they have pieces right now. You know, they got a young tight end. Right. They got a young court. They got a young running back. You know, they all, all they had to do was make improvements to the offensive line, which was horrible this last season. And make some adjustments to the defense. You know, you, you could have kept Collins. You could have kept uh, some of the other guys, and they would have probably been decent this year, this upcoming year. So, I guess they feel they felt like you yeah, know they yeah. needed to make tear this thing down right away, make changes as soon as possible, instead of waiting too long. I don't know. Like, it's um, yeah, they 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 look like they're you know. They're 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 rebuilding. I don't know if they want to use semantics and say they're retooling or or whatnot, but you know it doesn't look like. I mean, like you said, they did get some you know talented players, you know, and draft picks. And, and and of course the, the draft pick. So, question: Are they gonna draft you know Murray or um or um Haskins? You know to improve their um, quarterback situation. But, yeah, I mean, we just have to wait and see to see what what, what moves Giants are going to do. Because, yeah, I mean, get on man, man. He, either he changed, he had a about face and changed his mind, or he, he clearly lied, you know, I, you know, which which is something I, I felt Steve Perry um, should have did with uh, – um, or should I say Scott Perry, um, with the with the Knicks, he should have um, they should have um, they should not have played their hands that they were gonna try to trade Cantor, and then they didn't get anything back for him. You know, so maybe he was just playing possum, you know, not let people know that he was, you know, very eager to get rid of him, so that when they they you know put him on the trading block. Secretly, you know, player, you know, um, teams would, you know, give them a fair value. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Well, I guess we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens with that. What, what what's your thoughts on Landon Collins uh, leaving? Uh, you know, that's another uh, tr- that's another move that's uh, scratching my head. You know, it's another guy who's talented. You know, the best player on defense, and then you just, you know, trade him away or let him go. I mean, I don't understand mm-hmm. it, but you know, that's a guy you, you could have kept and, you know, built your defense around. So, yeah, man, I don't know. That's another move that leaves me scratching my head. I mean, it's I, – I don't know what the, where the Giants are, where they're heading, you know, at this point. You know, we're going to have to see, <laughs> you know, what they do this off season and going forward. You know, it's going to be interesting. You know what the funny thing is? You literally quoted um, uh, Noah Syndergaard 
basically that's basically what he was saying about the um the um you know the um what you call the giants after they made the move. Um, let me see if I could. Uh, oh, but yeah. when you by the way, uh, as you're searching, there's a caller on the phone here. Oh sure, caller, okay. you're on the Hello. line. Hello, caller. Yeah, what's up? Hey, how's hey, it what's up? What's yeah, your name? Where you from? I'm not down here. Hey, I w- oh, what did you say? I can't hear you. I'm Naj down here in Atlanta. Ah, okay. ATL. Hey, thanks, yeah, for, thanks for calling from the ATL, man. Well, what's mm-hmm. on your mind? It's all good. I mean, what are y'all doing? Y'all basically just looking at the Giants and the Jets, like what's going on right now? Pretty much any mm-hmm. sports-related news, yeah, local teams, but anything you have mm-hmm. on your mind, we can talk about. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, well, the Giants thing is kind of interesting. So, I mean, that's probably the thing to go to. Uh, I mean, I kind of expected this, man. This is a weird franchise right now. Uh, the Mara owner now, he's not the one who started this, and he's also not his father who kind of maintained it and had a football acumen, you could say. Uh, the newest Mara doesn't have that, and he's listening to a lot of people who are, you know, really reactionary and believe in things in terms of, of uh, I guess you could say buzzwords. So, like, the people who believe things like mm-hmm. culture change, and he's a, he's the right type of guy. He's our type of guy. He does things the right way. Like, people who believe stuff like that, they shouldn't be hired at this point, like, to run a franchise, man, right. because when you do stuff like that, you end up doing stupid things. Uh, I agree. Right. So you're saying he's you saying he's surrounding himself with a lot of yes men. Who, who... Well, I wouldn't necessarily say yes men because I don't know how much they're driving him and how much he agrees with it, too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this idea of this guy, mm-hmm. he's a headache, yada, 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 he does this. No, when you draft somebody and they become a Hall of Fame talent, you keep them on your team at least until they're past their prime. Like, you don't get rid of them early because mm-hmm. you'll never get value for them. Right. So getting rid of Odell and keeping the guy who is the problem, which is Eli Manning, who has been, you know, he's been regressing for about five years now. So the idea that you keep Eli mm-hmm. and move forward with him is crazy as hell. So the thinking should have been, mm-hmm. okay, we can get a young guy in here because it's basically court playing quarterback with training wheels. If you got Odell on the outside and Saquon on the backfield, if you can't succeed with that, you're just not good anymore. You know what I'm saying? So that's the reality <laughs> of dealing with Eli that they don't mm-hmm. want to deal with. So in their mind, you know, all this stuff that, you know, uh, these people are saying made sense to them. Yeah, this guy's a diva. And da, 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 da. Like, man, y'all had Lawrence Taylor on y'all team, bro. Like, if you don't have a coach exactly. that can mm-hmm. stand up to a player mm-hmm. that you feel like is, is getting out of line, that's a you problem. That's not a, the player's problem. That's mm-hmm. on y'all. You drafted him, right. and you should have maximized on his talent, and you didn't. And now you know you're kind of you're kind of in a bad spot because you're not bad enough to draft hot. You didn't get a quarterback when you could have, and now you're sitting there with Eli again. And I think we all know how this is. Well, they're probably gonna cut Eli now. Hopefully, Maybe well, they even won't. if they okay. Well, hold on. So okay, let's say the plan was to cut Eli. Why wouldn't you cut Eli earlier 
and then get into the bidding for Bridgewater and some of these other guys who could have been the bridge quarterback to the young guy that you draft this year. Nick Foles. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. See, this, so right. that doesn't even make any sense. Like, if you're going to cut Eli, why the hell That's you true. Want? You should have already done it. It makes no sense. Yeah. So now Teddy Bridgewater's staying in New Orleans. Uh, Tanny Hill's going to Tennessee. So all the bridge guys who you could have gotten for cheap, what are you doing? Uh-huh. So you're eating Odell's dead money. You're probably going to eat some Eli dead money if you do cut them. So, I mean, I, I don't know what their plans are. But you don't have a significant piece on defense. And on offense, it's just Saquon or Bust. So, yeah, man, this is a horrible way to run a franchise. Dave Gettleman should have been run out of town yeah. already, but they got him. So, mm-hmm. football guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what he says. It's for real. This is what the Knicks would do. trouble, man. <laughs> Yeah, the Knicks are being run mm-hmm. well now, and now the Giants are being run badly. Hell, at least the Knicks had sense enough to lose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, if they want to rebuild, they should just kept it stay packed and not make any improvements, really. Yeah, like I said, it makes no sense. I don't understand even what they see, though, because if you watched Eli last year, what did you see that was really good? Like, ball placement wasn't good. He wasn't diagnosing defense as well. Uh, he was seeing ghosts in the pocket. Everybody blamed the O line, and at a certain point, I don't know what quarterback plays behind a clean pocket every game or doesn't get any pressure. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> he just might need. To yeah, go. I mean, he's definitely regressed. Yeah. I mean, the O line is trash, but Eli, he's definitely regressed. I mean, I think it's time for him to hang it up. You know, and yeah. get younger. That I mean, Boston could barely move. So I mean, he's getting the ball out. This, this is my thing. If you're a veteran and the offensive line isn't as good, that means the play calling and your reads need to be better. So Brady, because he knows he can't move and he knows the rush will be there, he's going to carve you up pre-snap. Eli, who yeah. teaches mm-hmm. quarterbacking and has seen every defense that's ever been invented, should be able to do that too. But I don't think the will is there to stand there, you know, under fire. Well, you know, there's not many too, too many Tom Brady's in the NFL. You know, not many quarterbacks okay, have the well, IQ. Okay, let's go Phillip Rivers. The San Diego Chargers defense, I mean, offensive line wasn't that good last year. Phillips is still diagnosing things before the, before the snap. He's still doing what he does. And come on, man, let's be honest, though. That Manning quarterback academy, like, we're not talking about this as if Eli can't read defenses. He knows what's in front of him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this ain't like mm-hmm. – yeah. He don't know these things, but executing it is a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you mentioned Rivers. Rivers, you know, it's you know, Rivers can still can still throw. You know, Eli not so much right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he's not in that. You know, he's not a flamethrower like some of these guys. I mean, Philip Rivers is still a very good quarterback. Eli, right now, he's average, below average at best. You know, so so. $23 million cap hit for average at best guy. Whew. Yeah. Bro. But I know, I know y'all about to get out soon, so I I just wanted to, you know what I mean, say my little piece on the Giants, man, because, yeah, this thing is really bad, bro. Yeah, man. You're trying not to yeah, jump off the bridge right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least, at least man, y'all get uh, to watch Barkley for the next few years, though. So, I mean, that should be something, man. It's true. It's not like <laughs> Mm-hmm. Thank, right, thank you so much for calling, man. 
Thanks for the call. Hi, man. All right, y'all be safe. Call anytime. But, man, he, he hit everything on the head, man. Like, the head scratcher. And, uh, yeah, back to, like, um, what Syndergaard was saying, um, which, you know, echoes both of what you, you guys were saying, was that, um, you know, he's, spe- he's special, you know. I don't know what the Giants are doing. We'll find out. And um, basically he was um, talking about, um, um, you know, of course, uh, Baker Mayfield, who's going to, who's a, you know, a huge recipient of, uh, you know, OBJ now playing with Cleveland. Um, here's what he said about, uh, you know, the quarterback. I like Baker Mayfield, honestly. I like the way he competes and his mentality out there on the mound. Oh, and then he, re- he realized his, you know, his error because, you know, obviously there's no mound in football. And then he said, not the mound on the, not on, not the mound on the field. So maybe I'll be a Browns fan. <laughs> and then the the reporters asked him, you know, if he's going to root for the Patriots. And he said, well, the, um, the Browns have, you know, stunk for such a long time. You can't help but to root for them. So now uh, Syndergaard looks like he's, uh, he's, he's going to be a Browns fan. The result of this. <laughs> Just the jump the bandwagon to another state. <laughs> <Nice>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but at least his mistake wasn't as bad as Bryce Harper saying that um, you know, he's gonna um he's gonna bring the title back to um Washington DC. Which <laughs> <laughs> one, he's on the Phillies and two, um the Washington Nationals have never um got out of the um they they haven't uh, got out of the first round, much less right. um Win a championship, so it was just a double faux pas on uh, Bryce Harper. But yeah, we'll see what happened with um with the Giants and uh, you know the the Mets and the Yankees. Their 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 seasons are starting soon. You know, um, you know both teams have been hit with the injury bug. You know, Todd Todd um Frazier is out. Um, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, Jed Lowry, he's out. You know, on the Yankees side, you know, um, CC Zabathia and um, and the uh, Marino, they're they're out. You know, but um, you know, so you know, we're we're gonna see what happens. Of the, you know, both of these teams look really talented, and you know, I I think Mets are gonna surprise some people. You know, with that pitching they have. You know, they. You know, I think they could surprise some people. I think the the um the hitting's gonna be improved with Chili Davis. You know, teaching them how to, you know, hit situational hitting instead of um going for the fences as the Mets have been doing for the past couple of years. And um, they improve on the bullpen. You know, they they got Diaz in the, the um in the Cano trade. Um, they they what you call it? They. They signed. They re-signed Familia after they traded him to the A's last year. And um, yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, did you hear about the new um, moves that they're going to institute in the um, MLB? Yeah, time clock for pitchers. Right. I mean, that's that's, that's going to be insane. That and then of course they got the three batter rule. So basically, that's going to um, except if you're, you you bring someone in for the last out of an inning. Which I mean, ideally you want you want the pitcher to finish pitch all three innings, but you don't want to. I think it's it's just you know it takes away the 
the creative, you know, the creati- the creativity and the strategy of a manager. I mean, don't get me wrong. The managers are going way overboard with, with going with situation with um, you know, situational pitchers, lefty, you know, lefty specialists, and all that stuff. You know, I, I mean, uh, Tony La Russa, he's the guy who really, you know, started, you know, the the the, in, the, the insanity of people just going, you know, you know, bringing a pitcher for for you know you know, for a batter, a specific batter, and then you end up having, like, seven seven to nine relievers entering a game, you know. But I think the, the, the manager should have a choice, you know, to, um, you know, to bring in who he wants to bring in if it's going to help him win the game. So I don't think the three batter able- rule, I think that one goes into effect next year, right? Not this year. Right? Um, I think I think that I think that might be next year if I'm not okay. if I'm yeah. not mistaken. It could be this year because I know there's some stuff they're instituting. Um, you know, I think they they increased the the roster size to 26, I think. Mm. And um, I think the 40 man roster thing is gone away. It's going to increase, um, you know, um, in September, but not to the to the point, you know, 40 people on the team like it's been you know and then of, and then I think they're going to get rid of the um the the trading the, you know the um the um the trading you know the um the non the the trading deadline you know after the trading deadline they have the waiver one right with the waivers I think I heard they they're getting rid of that one as well oh wow but I'm going to have to double check on that one but why? Um, I, I, you, to be honest with you, you know, I appreciate Rob Manfield. You know, he wants to, you know, change, switch things up, improve the game. But a lot of these stuff are like head scratchers to me. Like, um, inter, don't, don't get me wrong. I love interleague play, but interleague play nowadays is horrible. Interleague play back in the days, like in the nine, when it started in ninety. Um, ninety-seven to like, I don't know. Um, before before the Astros moved into the American League, I loved interleague play, especially when you're playing against, um, you know, um, teams in your you, you're playing against your divisional rival like Mets, Yankees, Cub, White Sox, you know, um, teams teams that are in your your own state that have history, or you you battle. Once in a while, you battle a team that you, you, you haven't faced in the World Series in a long time, if ever. But now it's like every game is interleague, so it's horrible. You don't have that. You used to have back in the days like um, a, a two-week period where you'd play interleague, and then afterwards you just – after that, you don't have to worry about play, playing interleague. Right. You know? So you can have a, a guy who, who's – you know, a guy who can't play the field, you know, play for like, I don't know, like two series – and you could just put him in the, the in, in on as a DH and let him play, but now in this case it's like one minute you're facing the Giants, next series you're playing um, the Orioles, the next series after that you're playing the Phillies, the next series after that you're playing um, Texas Rangers or something. It's like there's no rhyme or reason. Like you know what I mean? Like you could have at least played every all the West teams, whether it's interleague, you know, like on interleague on the West Coast, and that's it. But with this rhyme or reason, it's like you don't know who the who you're facing unless if you're like watching the the, the calendar meticulously. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, right. I think it's really horrible. 
So, but yeah, it is I what it is, you. man. I agree. I liked it better when it was like during that two-week period where you played as, uh, you know, you play the other league. I mean, you look forward to it. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's just mixed in the schedule. Yeah, that's when the Mets and Yankees really had a rivalry. But now it's like, it's just whole home, you know. Yeah. Because it's only, it only works if both teams are good. I mean, I think both teams are going to be good. But, you know, we'll see. They, they got to, they definitely got to stay healthy and hope these guys who are hurt will bounce back. Yeah. Oh, but uh, w- what's your thoughts on the um, Le'Veon Bell uh, signing? I thought it was a good signing by the Jets. Um, you know, they upgraded their running back situation. They cut Crowell. So now they have they have Bell. They have still have Bilal Powell for now. Um, and you guys also have the other running back. Um, what's, what's his name? Um, forgetting his name. Who's, who's the other um, running back that's on the team? Um, is it Uluwa? Is that, that I think that's what you're talking about? And then, and then, no, is a wide receiver, isn't he? Uh, I think so. I'm trying to think who, who was the person you think. Wait, uh, said, let me think. think there was another running back that you guys had that uh, was a backup last year. Um, I'm trying to the top of my head. Uh, who was it again? No, I'm trying to think, too. Uh, I'm on the, I'm on the number. Um. Oh, McGuire. You guys still have a lot, Elijah McGuire. So, you guys have uh three decent running backs. So you know, I like McGuire too. I think he could be a decent player. So, but they might. I I could see them cutting uh Palau, uh pa, um Palau, I think Powell and his uh. I think Palau is a, a free agent. Right now, I Wait, think. Is he? I think so. Let me let me double check. Mm. I think Bob, because I think he's a free agent right now. Oh, okay. Let me just double check. So I think he's still on the roster for you guys. Double check. If he is a free agent, then I don't. Then the Jets might not bring him back. It looks like it might because they got yeah, won't. they got Bell, so they could just go Bell no, and no. McGuire. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, I think that's what they that's what they're gonna do. You guys also have D'Angelo and Anderson too. Yeah, man, we'll, we'll, we'll see what they do, man, in, the, yeah. in this offseason. But, you know, I like the moves that they're doing. You know, they, they signed, uh, you know, Crowder. Um, They did lose Barr, who um changed his mind after agreeing to the deal. Prior to the, um, you know, prior to the, um, the Bell signing. Right. But, yeah, they, they, you know, they made some, they made some good moves in the offseason so far. Yeah, I think it was definitely a good move for them, you know, to get Bell. You know, they uh, just have potential this upcoming year. Yeah, they do, sure. But um, switching gears to a a team that um, 
doesn't have potential right now. But well, I guess they, you could say they do have potential if you know they can make some key moves in the summertime. And of course, I'm talking about the Knicks. You know, they they lost again. Uh, this time to the Spurs, one one hundred nine to eighty three. Um, DeAndre Jordan almost had a triple double. He had eleven points, thirteen rebounds, and nine assists. And uh, the nine assists ties his, ties his career high uh, because so far he hasn't uh, gotten a triple double yet. But um, you know, congrats to him. Um, Damian Dotson scored fourteen of his twenty one points in the third quarter. Um, but you know, it wasn't enough. And, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Didn't play because he had a back injury, but that's not the biggest news out of the garden. You know, uh, Dolan, 